0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Z Prime on the Grid. My name is Nancy Bowie Thompson, and I'm a member of the board of directors of the Sacramento Municipal Utility District, also known as SMUD. I'm in Austin, Texas this week at the Energy Thought Summit 2019 to talk with other industry leaders about key issues and solutions. Today, I have the pleasure of hosting Z Prime's podcast so I can talk to my good friend, mentor, and founder of the Wesley Group, Steve Wesley. Steve, how are you doing today?
1: I'm terrific. Glad to be here with you.
0: How has the conference been so far for you today?
1: So I think the ETS Austin conference is extraordinary because what you have is this sort of unique mix of utility executives from around the globe and entrepreneurs and everybody talking about the future of energy and how we're going to reshape a more sustainable world.
0: Well, great. Well, I had the pleasure of seeing you today speak as a keynote to our crowd of CEOs and utility executives. You were on stage and you talked this morning about the digitization of the global utility industry. It's coming faster than you think. Um, What really impressed me was your plea to all of us in the utility industry that we need to plan for the future and a different customer because the landscape is changing. So, how should we as utilities plan for a new wave of millennial customers? and how will that role of that utility change to be a part of their lives in a different way that we've never been before? Well,
1: What I said today is that it's all about creating the 21st century utility and that there are four major movements going on globally and the utilities need to be part of leading that transformation and the first big shift is that we have to recognize that Millennials have passed Baby Boomers as the largest customers in the world, and their primary focus is how can we reduce our carbon footprint. Utilities need to help make that happen. The second big issue, which everybody knows, is everybody's concerned about global warming, and how can we lead the move in that direction. Utilities, again, perfectly positioned to get there. The third big movement is toward renewable energy. And that is simply happening, not because we wish it to be, but because the cost of solar only goes one direction, and that's down. And that's why every utility in the world is moving more and more to solar and wind and renewables. The fourth big movement is the missing piece to all of this has traditionally been power storage, the cost of batteries. And for the first time now, because the cost of batteries have gone down so dramatically that the entire world is moving to electric vehicles. And if utilities can embrace those four changes, they can remake the energy landscape of the planet.
0: So if you were going to give a utility executive or a utility policy maker directive or a piece of advice in terms of what they can actually define or design at the utility, what tidbit or nugget would you leave them with to say, you should do X, Y, Z? Yeah.
1: So we, Every utility executive on the planet should be understanding is that looking backwards, They have largely been selling one thing, which is electrons. Looking forward, they need a new menu. And it needs to be a separate menu for residential consumers than it is for commercial users. The other thing is they need a new menu they've never had before, which is a mobility menu, because the entire global auto industry is going all electric. And that's the best news in the world if you're an electric utility but you've got to take advantage of it before others do. So in simple terms, every utility executive needs to provide their users with a turnkey solution for having electric vehicles, maybe storage, maybe solar on the roof, and a power wall in the house. They need to offer their users a turnkey solution for IoT devices in-home so they can save energy, be green, and by the way, Probably provide a healthier environment too, which means air quality sensors. And the third thing is they need to start thinking about creating community. They need to give users a reason to come to their site so they can be greener and they need uh, people to be part of the utility community, not once a month when they pay their bill, but several times a week and probably a day. You
0: need to give them a reason to care right? And a reason to connect.
1: Utilities need to be back in the center of people's lives by providing solutions. And it's a big shift. And utility executives need to get their arm around this notion. Do you want to be the company that is building coal plants? Or do you want to be the company that's helping millennial users become greener? And I think the answer is pretty clear. You want to be the green company.
0: Your speech also served as a reassurance that sustainability goals are actually attainable. The skepticism here from many utilities is the cost of purchasing and integrating things such as renewables or electric vehicles. Is it a false choice that utilities have to decide between addressing environmental and sustainability concerns over providing reasonable and attainable cheap power? Or does something need to change in the market for wide-scale adoption across utilities of all different sizes?
1: So it is a completely false choice today. But the reality is that looking backwards, five years or ten years, solar was out of the money. It cost too much. Uh, Progressives like myself and green states like California were hoping and praying for solar. But it cost too much until about 2017. And that's when the inflection point came. At this point, and for the rest of our lives, because remember, the cost of solar only goes one direction, and that's down. That's when the inflection point came, and that's when literally almost every utility on the planet began a massive shift toward solar, because today, and for the rest of our lives, solar cost less than not only coal, but natural gas in almost every part of the world. The missing piece is power storage. And that too is undergoing a transformation because the cost per kilowatt hour has gone down dramatically. And in about 2018, we saw for the first time the cost per kilowatt hour go below $150. At that point, a second important thing happens, which is the entire global auto industry starts to go all electric. And those are the trends that are reshaping our world.
0: What concepts or practices does our industry just need to get over for the sake of a more sustainability-focused um, you know, focused energy future? We get stuck in a rut, as you had mentioned. What do we just need to stop doing and do more of as we move forward?
1: Well, as I said today, my, my father always said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and we tend to keep doing the same thing we have always done. And what i suggested today is don't try to predict the future based on the past look for the inflection points so again solar just wasn't cost effective to the last four or five years and you needed stimulus and rebates to get people to do it and that's fine because it does make sense to begin doing yourself off uh, fossil fuels but now renewable energy is cheaper than carbon-based fuels in virtually every part of the planet so the utilities need to be leaders not laggards on that, and as I said today, if you're a utility, you don't wanna be the last one to be uh, turning off coal plants, you wanna be the first. The next big movement is how quickly we move to electric vehicles, and the numbers on that just in the last six months are dramatic. Tesla's Model 3 is now the fifth biggest selling car in the United States by unit volume, and it's number one in terms of total revenue. That's a striking change in just the last 12 months.
0: I've known you for a long time, and I've seen your trajectory in your career. State controller for California, but today you brought the Wesley Group Investment Fund. So SMUD, we have embarked on new concepts of revenue generation. So we now have a program called the Innovation Generator, where we stake and partner with startups and companies that fulfill needs that we're missing. We oftentimes search for strategic partners to develop software, um, develop you know systems. This is a lot of what you do. So as you look into the future, what companies do you think might be the changing of the landscape? Where are you seeing services for utilities or systems for utilities? And how do you pick and choose the winners or the losers of the utility world? I would love to hear about that.
1: That's the trillion dollar question (laughs) because energy and healthcare are the two biggest industries in the world. The question always comes up, what's next? And that's what we get paid the big bucks to try to figure out. I, I will tell you, Over the last 10 years, one of the things we said that would be the next big thing along with electric vehicles is that people were going to be not only buying but demanding green buildings. They would want to work in green environments. We think the next big thing is going to be healthy buildings and that every millennial is going to be saying, hey, what's the air quality like in that building I'm working in? And it fits into two pots in you know California and places without a lot of pollution or Texas or the US, it's really more a function of, hey, is my nursery safe? Hey, what sort of pollutants are coming off the carpet or the sofas, am I breathing anything that's uh, bad? But in a lot of the world, think all of Asia, Southeast Asia, Mexico, South America, Africa, the amount of pollution in the cities in those places is huge. And maybe Los Angeles and New York City too. And their millennials are thinking, Is that air outside coming into my workplace or my home or, most important, our nursery? And so we think you're going to see a lot of companies uh, selling air quality sensors so people can have the peace of mind about their work environments. By the way, there's a firm that's number one on Amazon called Aware that we think probably has the best solution uh, today. And people at uh, WeWork and uh, Airbnb are using it frequently.
0: Well, great. So you've given our listeners some great tidbits and takeaways. As we close today, if you were to leave some lasting bits of advice for the utilities, what would be one or two things that you really would like to see in the utility of the future?
1: Well, I think there's three things. One, get beyond this idea that all you're selling is electrons. Come up with that full menu of services for your customers and especially your millennial customers we're going to dominate for the next uh, decades to come Two, be green looking backwards people didn't care they didn't get it coal plants were a-okay that's not the world we live in today utilities need to be part of that solution and the third thing is create community in the old days utilities in most of america and some of the rest of the world were monopolies in most of the world today, utilities live in competitive environments and they need to create community, they need to work on customer engagement, and they need to be part of people's lives in a positive way. And I believe that you will see utilities of the future do extraordinary things in your utility SMUD and a few others like Energy, Duke, China Power and Light, Origin in Australia, are reshaping the energy landscape and are doing heroic things, be like those utilities, be a leader.
0: Well, thank you, Steve, for being here at ETS 2019. Your presentation earlier, I can't wait to see it again. So please check us out online, ETS 19. Again, thank you for being here, Steve. We really appreciate
1: it. Nancy, thank you for being a global leader in the uh, move to sustainable energy.
0: Thanks.